0: Bring to you the story of the Franklin expedition, better known as HMS Terror, the voyage of HMS Terror I and HMS
1: Erebus. I thought this was JFK part four. Oh man, have you been researching JFK all week? Still? Yeah. you been putting through the. You've been finalising
0: your Sasquatch theory. hundred percent. Oh, sorry. Maybe, maybe next time.
1: I even I even went there. I, I popped. You <laughs> went to Dallas. You popped in Dallas. Popped, to Dallas, popped and Dallas popped. And I, I went to the bush and everything. Like I went the to try and look the knoll, not no, the bush. No, it was the bush. It was the bush that the, the Sasquatch was hiding behind. So I was go. I went and looked to see if I could find. Yeah, yeah, soil samples and shit. But no, nothing, no, nothing hard. Fact, i my well, right.
0: Sorry, mate. It's not. We, we moved on from JFK. That's it. Sorry to break this to you. That good. was a wasted nine grand, wasn't it? <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, write a book. <laughs> so we're going to be getting into that. It's quite horrifying. It's like I guess it's light and fluffy for us. This is like an early Christmas present for you, because you know when we go dark at Christmas? This is like our warm-up. i festive. i yeah, yeah, festive, well, the, so I thought i at, I attended the Christmas lights switch-on on Saturday as a dignitary, and, you Honking know...
2: Look him. Well, I was. Deputy Mayor Ben.
1: I was. I can think of a word that begins with D. <laughs> n- neither of those
0: two. <laughs> <laughs> Did you wear your medallion? I wasn't at show sure. protocol says I can't if the mayor's there
2: <laughs> oh staging you
0: well it's just protocol isn't it? he's the only one allowed to wear the medallion yeah he has a proper chain doesn't he I only get a medallion yeah, yeah medallion. your time will come don't worry sure it will sure it will right anyway let's thank some new returning listeners and then we'll crack on with the main topic so I'd just like to say take this opportunity to say thank you for listening and that you can follow us on Facebook at Cutting to the Ball in the Post Truth Apocalypse, YouTube is Apocalypse Ball, and SoundCloud and Spotify and all those other little podcasting networks where you listen to the Cutting to the Ball in the PTA. Right, so let's thank some listeners Stevenage in the UK, Walnut Creek in America, Pretoria in South Africa, Mumbai in India, Ilford in the UK. Frankfurt and Maine in Germany, Erbil in, I don't know that flag, is that Iran? I think it's Iraq. Iraq? Oh, we haven't had an Iraqi listener for a while. Detroit in the US, Heaton in the UK, Cantina, that's playing all the time. Do you reckon that's in Scotland? Clackheaton. where's that? Probably up north, I don't know, sounds grim. Vasteras in sweden mountain view in the us brussels in belgium ashburn in america and guadalajara spain is top thank you very much for listening like i say give us a like give us a subscribe reach out and touch us we don't bite
1: we like to be touched
0: (laughs) 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 right sir john franklin Big polar ex Big polar explorer Sir John Franklin, he liked a polar exploration, even though on his last one he'd have to eat his own shoes. <laughs> They're just leather boots. Bit, it's yeah. it's skin, isn't it? It's animal derivative. Boiled, soaked, and boiled in water, I guess. No, just probably a- just fucking slicing it off, and really? put it in your mouth, yeah. Because it's something to eat.
2: If you can't make fire, I guess. Yeah. If you're starving, Claire, I'll start looking
3: appetising. Yeah, but everything <laughs> wasn't <wouldn't> it. <laughs> That's it. I'd have
0: eaten you guys on the third oh, no, day. Fuck <laughs> bastard. Well, I'm just, just getting my own winter blubber on. <laughs> I'll what? survive. What are you all about? You were trying to eat his leg about ten minutes ago. Winter blubber. Kept grabbing, <laughs>
1: kept grabbing Mike's
0: foot and trying to take a chop. Oh, believe me, I would not eat Mike's foot. <laughs> I've you don't eat the skag feet. I might eat the skag feet. Mike's got the feet of a heroin user. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't deny it. <laughs>
0: you know, it's... <laughs> i mean so since I was playing Champ on a pair his slippers, off, and he'll literally say, "Ah, time to air the scag feet." It's like, oh man! I waft him in his face. <laughs> you don't. Oh, it's it's just it's an assault on the senses.
3: <laughs>
0: we did
1: say this episode was going to be grim and dark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Fortunately, the crews of HMS Erebus and HMS Terror. That's, that's, like, they never had to blow in my Skype feed uh, but let's uh, the least
2: of their problems
0: <laughs> HMS Erebus and HMS Terra Erebus obviously is from the Greek mythology is it Erebus or Erebus? Erebus you can say Erebus I guess is the personification of darkness the offspring of chaos
2: <laughs> oh that's a <laughs> that's fucking what you're calling these your ships man. that's metal as fucking chaos.
0: it Eros' son wasn't it Uh, I I didn't didn't quite look that far, I was looking at what he was called,
1: he was sweet as fuck. One of the dark, nasty gods of Greek mythology.
0: Yes, very much so, and you've got HMS Terror. It is metal though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's metal as fuck.
1: Terror's more metal. Yeah. I think that is the most metal name for a fucking HMS warship of some sort.
0: Oh, that's the beautiful thing. Like we used to name ships with cool stuff. Now they're named a lot of counties, aren't they? It's all the. Or Boaty McBoatface. Or Boaty McBoatface. <laughs> but back then you had like HMS Victory, HMS Terror, HMS Erebus. You know HMS Ass Kicker.
1: Yeah, Why like, oh,
0: isn't they called a ship called HMS
1: Ass Kicker? We still got like Victorious and things like that. We've got um, Revenge. Still. Revenge. Vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah. Vanguard. Victorious. Mm.
0: There's, there's all sorts of cool war Warspite's my favourite name for a ship I think mm. war, H.M.'s Warspite was pretty badass Trident that's not a bad one but you know they're been even boring now they're all fucking named after somebody mm. or a county and it sucks call them something fun <laughs> so they left England in 1845 1845 what a time to be British eh I don't know I wasn't around oh I was <laughs>
2: Just at the start of the Victorian age, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Churchill was born in the 1800s, to be fair, wasn't he? 1880-something, I think.
0: 1890? You would know. <laughs> no, it's got to be...
2: Oh, I'm older than him. that. It's yeah. got to be earlier than that. Because he was in the Boer War, wasn't he? Was a, of course. He was a journalist.
0: Yeah, well, he's only very young, now. He yeah. If he'd been born in 1880, you'd probably be yeah, right. He, definitely not 1890s. No. No, definitely not. But yeah, 1845. Britannia rules the motherfucking waves. The empire's getting towards its peak. The country's becoming wealthy. The average people are, but the country's becoming wealthy. Britannia rolls away, did I mention that? No one's fucking with us, basically. We're the America of that point. No one is fucking with us. We
1: were definitely getting a lot... As a... You say the poor, like the poorer people, weren't getting much, but everyone was starting to live a lot better, weren't yeah. they? Everybody was. It, it, it That's about when it started to really improve for us, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. To, Unfortunately, to, it was an exploitation of
0: others. But well, yeah. yeah. Well, we can't all have these Marxist high Marxist ideals that you hold. Just saying, I'm just saying.
2: It may have been a glory days for us, but it certainly wasn't glory days for us. Well, there's, there's always like,
0: the, the bottom rung in the last one. The, they have that in every
2: empire. Yeah making
0: it Yeah, it was, even so right it's still a, it's still the, the it coming towards the peak of the british empire We're, we're, we're the big boys and the, they left h m s Terra and h m s Erebus left England in eighteen forty five to go to go and search for the Northwest passage you know like if you want to get from the u k to India you've usually got to circle around the tip of South America.
1: Not really. You just quickly tw- jump in a plane and. Eight well, if you were if you're
0: in the age of sail, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You do know. that. I know. <laughs> Unless, of course, they did have planes. And it's all a conspiracy. Well. Wow. Yes, <laughs> flat anyway. We all know that. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> Disclaimer.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So the Northwest Passage is like the top of Canada between the nut. No- between the top of Canada and the North Pole, basically. Sounds like something out of Lord of the Rings, though. The North pa- the West Passage. The North West Passage, where the dead live. Is <laughs> Gandalf Irish now? <laughs> is that Irish? It's is a a bit of a, uh, I could do an Irish
1: accent. There's a bit of a Liam Neeson to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I was going for, to be fair.
0: Well, the expedition was... If you can get from the Atlantic to the Pacific without sailing round the... Tip of South America, mm. then you're shaving months off your journey, aren't you? Mm. So it's trade. Trade follows the flag. Boom. Mm. It's going to be, you know, and especially if, whoever can control it, and let's face it, who's going to control the sea again at this point? <laughs>
3: British?
1: Yeah!
0: <laughs> so the expedition was commanded by Captain Sir John Franklin, a seasoned polar explorer who'd already led two previous ex- searches. ...for the Northwest Passage. And Zlonda's last one became known as the Man Who Ate His Shoes.
3: All I can hear in my head is, rule Britannia.
0: <laughs> Shall we stand up and salute for a <laughs> moment? Britannia, rule the waves. <laughs> so, they sailed from Britain to what is now Nunavut in Northern Canada... ...stopping off at Greenland along the way for provisions... They both these ships are actually like old gunships, so that more well, bomb ships. They're called, so they're quite stoutly built anyway, because they used to have like massive mortars in the, in the belly of them, mm-hmm. and they were used to bombard shore targets and cities
2: and things like that. Isn't the hull reinforced as the well? The hull gets
0: reinforced with steel.
1: They were ace, weren't they? They really were. Fucking mm. next. They were next gen. That that was what gave us that edge, wasn't it? We were amazing at. Ships, yeah, yeah, yeah. building <laughs> ships. That was it. We just fucking had it to a t.
0: Well, we knew we had to do it, didn't we? We had to be great at it, otherwise, yeah, we're an island. Little island, to, you know. yeah. yeah. Is that will be f-
1: just swamped. They Is even it?
0: had central heating. These ships, the a pipe. Was, pipe. Yeah, a pipe yeah. was fed from the stove into pipes yeah. that went all around the ship. So, you know, there was some central heating wow, to a point. Piece of engineering, isn't it? And is there any
1: surviving of those vessels? These around? ships are
0: still there, but they're just under the water now. Like of
1: those of those ships, are there any like in docks that you could go and see?
0: I very much doubt it. We're never even keeping ships.
1: I know there's like there is one older one down Plymouth Way, but well, you've still got Victory. You've still yeah, got the Victory. Golden
0: Hind somewhere. I think Francis or Drake's ship
1: is that. of a similar, I'm trying to work out if Francis that's
0: Drake is like earlier than earlier than this. Yeah, that's the Armada. So you're talking Tudor times, yeah, fifteen hundred and something. This is obviously like three hundred years later near enough. Yeah. But yeah, it, either way, it's built to last. Yeah, and the reinforced
2: <laughs> halls obviously act as icebreakers, good icebreakers, yeah, have to get through the ice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. They had a revolutionary thing, good, or they had steam engines, but mm. the steam engines were a bit crap. They weren't naval steam engines; they were actually train steam engines.
3: Right. so they Just had a driven by the propeller like...
0: they only had enough coal for 12 days and because they weren't naval engines like, literally designed to power a propeller they only kicked out at 12 horsepower oh dear so actually it was about 4 knots was all they could manage under engine power and they weren't enough to do that for 12 days not but, great but I suppose if you got the wind and that extra 4 knots it could push you through some ice maybe a little bit more ice mm. and they were provisioned of course with three years of a new new trend a new thing canned food
3: yeah mm.
0: you know literally just been invented we'll see how the canned food plays out for these men. Mm.
2: but it's ideal isn't it it's going to be a long voyage canned food keeps the food Obviously fresh, fresh, yeah. fresh.
0: I mean, obviously you still take you uh, you take animals with you as well. You they have
2: took a lot of chickens and chickens, sheep. a few sheep, sheep
0: some pigs. Mm.
2: Cows did they take?
0: Do not like cows so much? Maybe you know, definitely goats probably. Mm. I'd imagine takes up less room, don't they? And you're Imagine being the guy who's going to scoop out the cow shit every day. <laughs> oh, all that slopping around in oh, rough God. seas, going between the cracks. Of the of the wooden floors. Oh man, no oh, thank you. I don't know anywhere near the poop deck. <laughs> so in late July of eighteen forty-five, the two ships were seen by a whaler in Baffin Bay, waiting for ice to clear in Lancaster Sound and to begin their journey into the Bering Strait. And it was the last time any of the hundred and twenty-nine crewmen were ever seen alive. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> everybody dies. <laughs> Yeah, it's quite uh, an early on spoiler, isn't
1: it? Bloody yeah. hell, at least build up the fucking tension.
0: Now, they set off into the Bering Strait. They're going through the ice packs. It's unusually cold. There's a 10-year cold snap in the Arctic. And these boys are doing it right in the middle of it. Unlucky. So the ice freezes quicker than they expected because they've got a vague idea of what the weather conditions are. Well, they know what the weather conditions will be like. People are doing, doing polar explorations, but they've like they're like, well, this is pole, you know, this is summer for the north for the pole. Why is the ice frozen? It's a it's just a ten year cold snap. Gutting. Yeah. So then they, that freezes, they manage to break free and they sail into what is appropriately called Terra Bay. Who named that? It was named before they got there. Weirdly. Hmm. Why would you go there? That sounds oh. fun, doesn't it? Uh, is like
2: Mosquito Coast.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's where you want to go, isn't it? Mosquito Coast. <laughs> so, our life on board Erebus, Erebus and Terror, they faced bitter conditions. In extreme cold, even taking a balaclava off could rip the skin and beard from the chin. Oh, shit. You're looking at, like, minus 50
2: at some points in this. Brave bastards, aren't they? Brave or stupid? I don't know.
0: Stupid. Yeah. stupid. It depends on which they have had. I mean, would they have asked for volunteers or would there you. How many have...
3: females were on this uh, <laughs> expedition? <No. laughs> well, you know what, Claire? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's actually
0: true, actually. Well, really? some. It's... Yeah. I listened to a podcast that said some of the women, some of the bodies that were found the skeletons. They did DNA testing on. They found they didn't have. Which chromosome is it? The Y. The Y. Oh. They didn't have the Y chromosome, so they must have been female. And then she went on to explain to me how we needed to examine the role of women in the the, the armed forces, even back in 1850. And I thought, no, those women were either wives or sex workers more like sex slaves probably no sex
1: workers uh, well they'd have been, yeah but used in that sense no they were willing yeah, they were yeah, willing like,
0: prostitutes they, they, they were, were willing money. sex workers I Even suppose go on board for every ship then, every ship in the Royal Navy that took the six the o- in the world mate <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah every ship at the time took fucking like six months or something just to get anywhere and you got all them men on board and they're gonna quite happily pay to have sex with you yeah. And if you're
2: the commander, you, you want them on board because it stops them buggering each other, basically.
0: <laughs> there is that, yeah. You don't want to be giving someone the cat oh 09 for fucking buggery, do you? Unless you they're know, really into that. You,
2: you know, you're on this voyage for a very long time.
0: You've got three years worth of food. You're expecting to. You're looking. Yeah. Three to five years. They can stretch it out to five with rationing. So you're prepared for a, a long. You're, you know, five yeah.
2: years is a long time, isn't it?
3: Yeah. And
0: yeah, but it's it's happened since time began. Prostitutes have got on ships because sailors want to fuck. They're at sea for a while, they wanna fuck. They're protected by the crew because everyone's got a mutual interest. Like we wouldn't we don't want our process, we don't want our sex worker dying. You know, or getting beaten up. So she's got the protection of the crew. All the officers knew it happened. They all turned a blind eye because they'd probably go and see it I was going to say, that
3: they'd be in, in there, wouldn't they? They were
0: probably first in line. That's it, yeah. there's Some sailors smuggled their wives on board, you know. It's because they don't want to leave. It's human nature, isn't it, at the end of the day? You, well, we all want the comfort of the other sex unless you're gay. And then we want the comfort of this. Well, you know what I'm going for. Same with that. sex. We all need a little love, a whole lot of love. The expedition set off in the spring so they could get as far as possible before winter, when their progress was halted. You're quoting someone here. Just... I am quoting Claire. Ooh, Claire Warrior, senior exhibitions curator of the museum. Where That's this... a cool name, yeah. isn't <laughs> it? Oh, my last name was Warrior. You sweetest change bro. your name,
2: Claire.
3: <laughs> nice <it's> the time. <laughs>
0: what by adding the e instead? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you can, can do so without that. the e. <laughs> Warrior. <laughs> why don't you change your name to to warrior Boudicca? <laughs> that's got a feminist name you can go with that no no yeah. okay unfamiliar wildlife might be glimpsed as you know narwhals which are called sea unicorns they're and imagine it was are. quite a hey?
2: mad day aren't they yeah. narwhals
0: are great yeah. Yeah.
1: that is what they are though aren't they they're the mm. unicorns of the sea they're the real unicorns really mm.
0: In the Arctic could be a place of freezing fog and heaving seas, and the expedition crews were sometimes at the mercy of the immense pressure of the sea ice and the unpredictable behaviour of, of icebergs. It was also at times breathtakingly beautiful with dazzling colours and glowing skies. Yeah, i imagine it is. And the aurora borealis yeah, and yeah, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Northern
1: lights, they're just in them, very lovely. No pollution in the skies, no, no light um, pollution, nothing in them days.
0: Though Franklin's ship ended up being trapped in a remote and desolate area, which Inuit rarely visited, calling it Tunik, the back of beyond. Even they called this area the back of beyond. Yeah, so they are remote. So they couldn't rely on local people for meat, clothing and oil as other expeditions had. But they got enough supplies for about three to five years, and British expeditions were experienced at overwintering in the Arctic.
1: Not this time, clearly.
0: No, I also want to point out that they actually given great thought to entertaining the men on this voyage. Mm. There was a lot. Li- there was library. There was a library with about two thousand books. There were even costumes for them to dress up and do shows in. Do little pantomimes. Yeah. Sod's operas. Yeah. there was Still little, do them now. There was little. Co- there was costumes on board. Mm. There was. They got a piano there. Mm. The piano was on board.
1: I'd imagine it would have been quite a nice piano as well. It would have probably at, been a decent one.
0: At one point, they even lashed the two ships together and had a ballroom dance. One ship was the dance floor and the other was the refreshments. <laughs>
3: Ooh, that sounds cool.
0: Yeah, it still ain't winning me over going, though. <laughs> no, not when you think that night it's getting to a lot at minus 48 and minus 35 by day. That's, that's in Celsius. Centigrade Celsius? Which one is it? Same thing uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Celsius, if you
0: old-fashioned English.
3: I sent a shiver, down me.
0: <laughs> Just thinking about it. Yeah. Forty-eight minus forty-eight. Fucking, I've been out in minus fourteen, and that was bad enough.
1: Your sweat literally turns to ice.
3: Cool.
0: That's the issue, isn't it? Yeah. You know, everyone's got woollen great coats on, balaclavas, gloves, everything, but you still sweat. Yeah. They're inspected every week for signs of scurvy. Obviously, you know, the British sailor's nickname is the Limey. Yep. You know, that's because they would suck on lemons and limes to ward off scurvy, get that vitamin D. Vitamin C, isn't it? D or C? C, isn't it? C. Vitamin C. Vitamin D. Oh, yeah, suddenly. <laughs> you know what? In my head, I went, is it C or D? C or D? Take a fish man. <laughs> Take a punt. <laughs> <laughs> the men... And so sore gums are an early sign but scurvy can mean that old wounds reopen teeth loosen and the skin bruises easily now they were supplied with lemon or lime juice to prevent it but it was a constant problem on polar expeditions as fresh fruit and vegetables tended to run out and even if you canned it eventually especially with the seals on these cans a lot of it spoiled so they were going without their vitamin C yeah, Inuit eat their meat raw, which ensured, ensured they got enough vitamin C. Bless I didn't know that. Makes sense, know.
2: doesn't it? Because well, no they... fruit and vegetables up there, is there?
3: No. I've said, yeah. Yeah. I I've watched a documentary about that. Aren't they.
2: Yeah. Because eat it raw, or they get the vitamin C from it.
3: They need to put in so many calories because of the cold and you, you yeah. know, your internal
1: like 5-6 thousand yeah,
0: like calories stupid or like. the yeah. polar explorers yeah it's ridiculous no, Inuits oh yeah well anyone that's trudging
1: through the snow innit it's, it's generally people that live there yeah tend mm. to eat like
0: 2-3 times the calorie value that we do I think even when the top gear guys went there they mm. had to eat and even though they were dr- well no they were doing a lot of physical labour as well weren't they mm. and they cut through the ice and everything still even cars But imagine trying to
2: do that in a ship you know when the first when we first encountered the Inuit, they found met the with metal cutlery. Mm. Who's giving them the who's working the metal? Figure that one out. If you can. Do
0: you know they just got left there by some ship? Some ship no. went
2: barely off course. No, it wasn't it wasn't that. Long. Are we
0: talking we're not talking knife and fork here, are we? We're talking a knife.
2: made out of metal here. Yeah. Hmm
3: where they get the
2: metal
0: from? That's it, where'd they get the metal from? Yeah, who's working that metal? You don't see Inuit villages, do you? With, with like a blacksmith and everything. Mind you, never said an Inuit village in all fairness.
2: Shall I tell you? Go on. They got it from meteorites. Never. Yeah. Ace.
3: The land in, yeah. you know, On the ice
2: and was and... metal and they made utensils out of it.
3: Never. That's Ace, isn't it? It's good, isn't yeah.
0: it? Yeah. Star metal. Got because you've got the pole and the aurora borealis, your compass is absolutely fucking useless. Your compass just spins round. Yeah, it goes all over the place, doesn't it? Literally. Because it's the magnetic north, so it's just it's just spinning. They can't do it. You can't navigate with a compass. You've got to constantly take bearings. And even doing the magnetic and meteorological observations, it would have been a key part of. Not only the scientific remit of the of the ex- expedition, but also to navigate, you've got to do really carefully because placing cold metal instruments up to the eye can cause the skin to be damaged or removed. Mm. And you've even got to hold your breath to stop condensation forming on the glass parts, which is then going to freeze. It's
1: We've all seen Dumber and Dumber.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, with a tongue on the old pole, you know. It, 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 but you think of that temperature slightest bit of moisture within your skin which there always is
3: i thought you were going to go on about the weather on the bike and all the snobs coming out their nose and
1: <laughs> the... <laughs> no, i was thinking when when he licks the pole when yeah. he's sat on the ski lift on the ski lift isn't it if yeah. i remember rightly
0: you wouldn't be licking the pole on this god no the only person licking the pole is a sex worker on this one at mm-hmm. this point and even then probably not that much because you know, the sweat turns you to ice so in your underwear. I was thinking because it was so cold. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> one way to warm up.
3: Yeah.
0: But the sweat's turning to ice in your underwear. Your dick's just getting frostbite.
3: Oh.
1: Your dick's fucking disappeared back into your belly, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it <just goes laughs> <fucked> it. It's <laughs> Run away, it's that cold. You yeah. know what it's like when it's cold.
0: It shrivels a bit. <laughs> yeah. So you have to make your excuses. <laughs> in frostbite blisters fingers makes the skin incredibly tender toe damage is common the skin becomes very cold and painful before turning red then numb and then pale as the tissue freezes if the blood supply is lost gangrene may set in and the tissue is dead and that's when it all goes black yep not nice now rano fine is the arctic explorer the modern day guy hardly got any toes has he he's got no he's, he's got I think he's missing like the tips of three fingers on, or all four fingers He's I know he's on his toe, one hand because he fell well. he fell over and put his hand into an ice cold ice pool mm. and he was like even with the gloves on he was just soaked through and he got frostbite skin went black he, he, the doctor gave him um, a date for the operation and because the skin was dead he couldn't feel it anyway he basically just stuck his hand in a vise, got a junior hacksaw oh! and just oh. and cut all the dead skin away oh. He cut his fingers down to Ah. nubs. He took the top sort of third of his finger off. Ah, Right? With a junior Couldn't feel it. He can't feel a thing. He's just doing it. And he went back to the doctor the next week and said, look, I've solved the problem. He was pissing me off. And he's like, well, actually, you did quite a good job of that.
1: (laughs) He what? Was. Is. Still around. Yeah, yeah. He's a fucking legend.
0: That he's ex SAS, isn't he? You, you know, I remember
1: watching a few like when he's interviewed with that like, Parkinson and things like that, and he's just legendary, isn't he? Yeah, he really is. He's such a he's such a proper typical. He's one of those very stereotypical stiff upper lip Englishman kind of. He's officer class, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, so it's just... it's of course, it's not just. Frostbite. It's not just ripping your face off when you try and take your balaclava off. Ow! By the way, Mm, yeah. Hypothermia. Mm, mm. Don't get wet. People shiver, shiver uncontrollably, become sleepy and slur their speech, get amnesia, become confused. The heart slows and then they pass out and
2: they're dead. Yep. Nice. And they probably take their clothes off just before that. Yeah,
0: yeah it's It's weird because they get really hot. Mm. They think they're all They think that it feels like their skin's on fire, so they like just take all their clothes off, and of course, that just drops the body temperature right down. Some evidence suggests, obviously, that's what happened in. What's that Russian Bigfoot case Mm -hmm. that everyone?
2: Dyatlov Pass. pass.
0: Mm. Uh, Why were they naked? Because they got hypothermia and took their clothes off. They were naked. Some of them were. (laughs) Oh, it was a big foot (laughs) orgy.
1: They were in bed though, weren't they?
0: They found the bodies like everywhere, didn't they? Yeah. Not everywhere splattered, but you know, someone ran one way, someone had gone the other, someone was up a tree. But it was obvious they were in bed because they'd cut the way out of the tent. Yeah. But that could be because someone's got hypothermia and starts uh,
2: hallucinating. Mm.
0: Never know, will we? No, we won't, that's the thing. They did have cows on board then. They do have cows, yeah. Mm. Cattle, sheep, pigs, hens to be eaten in the early stages. I bet it's a shitter when that runs out, isn't it? Your fresh meat runs out. Mm. Yeah. There was three pets aboard the Erebus, a monkey that Lady Franklin to the ship. Uh, got have a
2: monkey, haven't you?
0: Uh, it? Yeah, it's, it's a Royal Navy sailing <laughs> ship <laughs> in the 1850s. You've got to have a monkey. It'd be a little marmoset or something, wouldn't it? Yeah. Probably. An old Newfoundland dog called Neptune and a cat.
1: Newfoundland's they're uh, beautiful dogs.
0: Yeah, they are nice, aren't they? And it's called Neptune as well, so that's that's co- it's got to be like some kind of sailor thing, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Everyone loved Neptune, the monkey was the amusing but annoying thief, and everyone liked the cat because he caught rats. Three. It's still like very much like a sort of Nelson era set up. Like the Marines and the officers get their own quarters, but everyone else is sleeping in hammocks slung on the deck, basically. <laughs>
3: On the deck, or, or
0: under in in the decks, yeah, not on yeah. the deck, in yeah. the decks. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine where the gun you like, to have like
3: frosty. Yeah.
2: Put, well, yeah, very frosty. <laughs> Sleeping outside today, boys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Minus forty-five. <laughs> My pores have literally fallen off. <laughs> There's a total of seven thousand eighty-eight pounds of tobacco. That's a lot of tobacco. That's
3: how
0: much they took with them. Yeah. yeah. No way. And they've even got £2,700 of candles to provide light during the long, dark winter months. In so the Arctic winter, the sun doesn't come up for like seven days at a time, does it?
3: Yeah.
0: So they sailed up the Wellington Channel before turning south towards Beachy Island where they would spend the winter. So they're expecting to winter at this specific spot. And in the spring, they sailed south down Peel Sound, but off the northernmost point of King William Island, they were trapped by the ice flow down the McClintock Channel. How do they know this? People have mapped this. There's been polar expeditions. John Franklin's been on too. Yeah, but how do they know that they did this?
1: I and don't went know to for shore? sure, I guess. I... Is this just speculation? Because the last time they were seen was like two years ago. I
0: think it's where the, where the ships have been found now. But I so think, there was a note left. It might have given positions. It might. It would probably would have given positions where the ship was. Right.
1: Because I was thinking, like, how the fuck do they know all this? Like, if if they were sit, sit' yeah, I'm thinking then, that. Yeah. It was like, well, I'm thinking
2: that maybe that was the plan all along to go that way.
1: I suppose that they they would have had, they would have had a real. They've done it before. They plan.
0: They, yeah. So in the spring of 1847, so they've been there two years now. A party from the expedition travelled across the ice to Point Victory on shore and deposited a written record of their progress in a, in a stone cairn. It is thought they reached Cape Herschel on the south coast of the island, filling in the unexplored part of the Northwest Passage. But Sir John Franklin died in June that year. So he's dead. Gone, <laughs> and so were 15 of his officers and 19 of his men. They died of uh, they've had typhus, tuberculosis.
3: Oh. What did they do with them then?
0: They buried them, actually, to be fair. They buried them up there. They, was, they
2: did find the graves. They're still there.
3: But what, as they died, what would you do? Just take them on top and just...
2: Get a sled. Take them out to the of land and so
1: bury them. So the
0: leader was one of the early ones to die there? Yeah, he died, He yeah. was one of the first to die, yeah.
3: No, I'm saying where would you buried. keep them until you come across land?
2: Oh, it's all frozen. You're, over. Frozen. You're, You're frozen stuck in. in the ice. Oh, yeah. You've been there for two years, frozen solid, yeah. you can't move. Yeah. I was
3: there a second to the
2: landing. Yeah. It was still trapped
0: in the ice. Erebus and Terror drifted south until Captain Crozier ordered their abandonment in April 1948. 18...
1: 1848. <laughs> <Yeah>. 1848. <laughs> 1848.
0: <It's been> 103 <laughs> years later, finally we give
1: up. It's <laughs> that British pluck? Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, so they can't go any further, and they're like, right, supplies are starting to run low. We're going to walk 240 miles through the ice, through the snow, to the Great Fish River, and drop down into Canada. That's the plan. And they fill. Uh, Not everybody, there was. A... Most of them still. We've still lost 19 men, 15 officers. No, so it says a
2: party from the expedition, so it wasn't all of them went on this expedition. To, the, to the, it, it was the 105 surviving men. Was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. The
0: 105 surviving men headed south the Great Fish so They left hill. the women behind. <laughs> no, they went. To, well, presumably they went with them. And they did leave the sick and the dying because you can't. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of these blokes are going down with scurvy, and they're pulling a lifeboat behind them. like Most of them could pull this lifeboat. That's filled with their supplies. It probably weighs quite a few tons. Mm. And if you were too sick to march at the start, they'd put you on the boat and they'd pull you along with it. But the problem is you've got scurvy. You're in agony. At the, the, some points, they're going across like gravel because everything's frozen.
3: Yeah. There's like
0: really sharp, rocky bits of it. They're going. They're pulling this boat across gravel. They're slicing their feet, boots to shreds and the blokes are just getting juddered about and all they're doing is opening wounds and bruising. Mm. So they're just in agony and in the end they just like leave them in shelters. That's it, kind of of (laughs) overboard. In 1859, because they did go and look for them in 1859, the sole piece of paper that revealed anything about what happened was discovered and is known as the Victory Point Note. So that's the thing they left in the stone cairn at Victory Point. There was, was a standard typed Admiralty form, but there was handwritten messages which said that the ships had been deserted on the 22nd of April 1848 and had been stuck in the ice since the 12th of September 1846. It's had two years.
2: Nearly two st- years, yeah. Nearly
0: two years stuck in the ice. The note confirmed that John Franklin had died on the 11th of June 1847 and they set off under the command of Captain FRM Crozier. On foot, dragging boats. Oh, and you're starving. You're starving, you're malnourished, and you've got to walk it's 240 and yeah. 40 miles in minus 35 in the day, and, minus, and you've got to bed down in minus 48 for the night. Your underwear is frozen solid. Your penis is an ice block. Oh. You can't take your balaclava off because you'll rip off your beard and your face.
2: Lightmare, innit? Mm. What... what? What's the alternative? Just sit there and starve to death. You've got no choice, ship, have you? Yeah. There's no food left. That's it. You you gotta you gotta go.
0: If you're like, we've got enough food left for six months, and this ice ain't mm. fucking budging.
2: Yeah. You gotta. you you gotta make that decision. Mm. No one's coming to get you. Not in time.
3: Nah, like a space mission at that yeah, time. Yeah, you isn't might it? as well be it on might, the moon. Yeah. Moving.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You might you might as well be on the moon. So two years and, and Franklin's wife Lady Franklin like, just goes to the Admiralty he's she's like why aren't you looking for them and they're like oh Sir John's an experienced Arctic explorer he'll be fine because it's a bit of lack of prestige isn't it <clears throat> for the Royal Navy like oh shit lots she
2: pushed it didn't she she kept she, she kept on pushing
0: them. it she went to her mate Charles Dickens who wrote several articles in, in newspapers for her and even though by this point he was already dead she didn't know she could it writing to him Quite heart heartbreaking, in a way. Mm. And But the loss of Sir John Franklin, a British hero, captured the public imagination. And between 1847 and 1880, over 30 search expeditions ventured to the Arctic in the hopes of uncovering the fate of the expedition and probably, you know, trying to find that Northwest Passage. Mm. Traces of Franklin's first winter camp on Beach Island were found in 1850, but his progress and fate remained a mystery. Urged by Franklin's widow, Lady Jane Franklin, Parliament, and even the British press, as public concern grew and the Admiralty dispatched expeditions both overland and by sea. Although by 1850, there were still no clues to the fate of the crew, and the British government, after much criticism for not doing anything for five years, offered substantial rewards of 20,000 English pounds at the time, which must have been probably enough to fucking live your life on. It's like a million yeah. pounds now, that would be. It's a, probably a ridiculous amount of money now. Twenty <laughs> well, you really yeah. thousand. You'd, you'd buy a house
1: for a hundred pound in them days.
0: You really could though.
1: You'd buy a shit hot mansion for fucking ten grand and
2: live the rest of your life in luxury. Yeah, but you've got to go to the most remote, one of the most remote places on the earth to try and find it. Yeah, you know, but happen. it's going to
1: entice people, yeah, isn't it? Of it
0: is. Yeah. And over the course of the next thirty years news and relics such as tin cans, snow goggles and cutlery filtered back to Britain and together these objects spoke of what had happened, the deaths of the entire crew through a combination of factors including scurvy and starvation.
3: Now
0: in 1854 Dr John Ray brought back Inuit stories that the expedition had perished somewhere to the west of the back river it appeared that some of the men had resorted to cannibalism, as many bodies were mutilated and body parts were found in cooking pots. No! So, they eventually find the camp and there's dead bodies huddled together in ragged tents and there's in one tent, there's like a few mutilated bodies that obviously been cut up for meat and they found body parts in the cooking pots. On the the, the bodies they did find the skeletal remains they've been mutilated in a way to dehumanize them. Faces, hands, feet mm. off heads usually. Yeah. Because if you can dehumanize your next male, it's that person then is it? It's just food.
3: Yeah, it'll just be a thigh, you know. Yeah. A buttock.
2: A buttock. A buttock cheek. here, buttock there. What's a buttock between friends?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'll never sit straight again.
1: This steak has got a nipple on it. <laughs> oh, you, you had
3: to have the nipple, didn't you? a yeah. <laughs> oh, breast
2: man <laughs>
3: oh, oh, uh, KFC, you oh, all gotta have the breast.
2: <laughs> I don't want the asshole. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this isn't on a celebrity, is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: And they found a lot of lead in the bones. A
3: lot of lead?
2: Lead. A le- le- lot of lead in the bones.
3: Yeah, why is
2: that? Well, have a think. Ooh. What was on the ship that might give him lead poisoning? The soldier on the cans.
3: Yeah. Oh. It was lead. Oh. And that
0: seeped into the food. Although, there's like a bit of debate about the lead poisoning. When they did the reports of the bodies, is it ah... The amount of lead was no higher than it would be for a normal person well, at they the time. Found,
2: it says that they found the amount of lead in the bones of some of the men was exponentially high.
0: Yeah, well, I'd heard know that, but if you combine that with your scurvy and your malnutrition, you're probably getting lead poisoning. But if it's exponentially high, if the canned food was literally made by the lowest bidder. The Royal Navy bought it from the lowest bidder. and At it, the time, they didn't understand about lead poison, did they? No, uh, not certainly. Or certainly, no one gave it enough thought mm. about it at that point. I mean, I think they knew about lead poisoning because you'd have people working in lead mines, mm. wouldn't mm. you? They'd I mean, be doing that shit by hand. Yeah. But I think they were just thought it'll be all right. Yeah, it's only a bit. It's only a bit. It'll be fine. So the chances are that they went mad before they ate each other.
3: Yay! <laughs>
0: Yay! So you just you're hallucinating. You're tripping. Your balls off. Your mate's a fucking demon now and you shank him in the chest and he dies. If you're so hungry, you got to eat him.
3: Well, at least they were maybe a little bit less aware in the end, didn't
0: it? Yeah, there is that. Mm. Not nice, is it? Not <laughs> nice at all. So, yeah, go mm. ma- join
2: the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> in the Navy. You can eat your sailor's bones in the Navy. <laughs>
0: Fuck uh, so during later research on Beachy Island Dr B and a specialised team exhumed and autopsied three remarkably well preserved crewmen who had died and were buried during the expedition's first winter in the Arctic examination of tissues collected from the men's bodies reaffirmed Beattie's earlier theory that lead poisoning as one of the factors leading to the expedition's destruction these bodies are really remarkably well preserved they've still got beards you can yeah. find them online if you want to see them, listener. They're a bit creepy, because they're, but they're incredibly well preserved. Where were they found, sorry? In the graves. So they, so the the, fir- they were the, the first guys to die. Then they actually dug proper graves for them.
1: Matt. Well, I suppose it's like they'd just been digging straight down into pure ice, pretty much. Well,
0: frozen ground. Yeah, 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 but
1: in a way, it's almost just like ice. So you imagine yeah. the preservation. Of the human body compared to just being in normal room temperature soil, it's going to be massive, isn't it? Yeah, the, totally, yeah. yeah, it'd be interesting to have a look at those pictures if we can find them after. Oh
2: yeah! Later, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Mike, we, we, we've we've told you before now. <laughs> Many, ne- ne- necrophilia is not good. That doctor was meant to have fixed you. <laughs> fixed we
0: paid for all them fucking hours of expensive therapy, Mike.
1: <laughs> Still
0: with the necrophilia. Always, My word. Always with the necrophilia. And a goal. It's really cold one you really crack open, isn't it? <laughs> I just want to point out, right, for anyone thinking, well, why didn't they just try and break the ice? They really tried to break the ice. Mm. There they they were pickaxes and sledgehammers. They even used explosives. I
3: bet it, it, I bet it was a few metres thick, wasn't it? It was
0: just, as soon as it was even slightly broken and massively thick, it just fucking refroze. Mm. It's minus 35. Mm. You know, it's... <laughs> and you're trying to get through it with four knots and some sail power
3: yeah they underestimated their abilities didn't
0: they they did hmm. they what well, they thought these things it's, it's like almost a bit of a, a sort of it's, it's like a pride comes before a fall isn't it like oh we've we've made these like already strong ships even stronger we've put fucking steam engines in them we've got central heating we're going for this we've got to succeed this is the best anyone's ever done anyone's ever attempted to do and then all of a sudden everyone's gone mad and at each other Mm -hmm.
1: well over a space of two, three years
0: yeah but still (laughs) it's quite (laughs) that's a fucking
1: prolonged torture that Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know man I mean I guess for the first it (laughs) going to take when society crumbles before we start eating each other
1: well, with you, three days, yeah,
0: apparently. Yeah, well, I said it, you guys, if there's a ready supply of bodies about, I'll... Yeah, just throwing it out there. <laughs> so in 2014 and 2016, the wrecks of HMS Erebus and Terror were finally discovered, shedding new light on the much-debated fate of Franklin's final expedition. The further dives conducted by underwater archaeologists from Parks Canada in collaboration with the Inuit Heritage Trust have revealed even more fascinating finds. Ooh, we've got some, some epaulets. Look at them bastards, love them. Some epaulets. Basically, it's like, it's everything they had, it's all there, it's everything they couldn't take with them. There was a. A pair of like little knitted gloves found and they had like a heart on them. They were really, they wouldn't have worked as gloves, but obviously that was someone, something knitted for them.
3: Yeah.
0: And they took with them and they were found on the side of the, like on the deck, so like they'd been, almost, like, they'd been put there to dry. Hmm.
2: Stuff and a bottle of port.
0: Oh, you'd have fucking had that with you, wouldn't you? <laughs> fucking hell. If I'm going out into the fucking minus 35 day, minus 48 at night, I'm taking the port. guess it was probably empty. Yeah,
3: it might have just like the remnant, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Although human remains have been found on King William Island and may yet be found on the ships, the chances of knowing who they were remain slim despite advances in DNA technology. Although they have found some actual potential DNA in a fingerprint, which is interesting. Today, only two. Sorry, go on. Why
3: would you want a fingerprint then?
0: Well, they could identify him, I guess. You know.
3: Put it in the complete police database from back then. <laughs> <is it? laughs>
0: you can. I don't know. I. I. Just I, finding out what happened is. So, artifacts is a link to the yeah. past, and it shows that we're just reading it. it was but like yeah, this it, is yeah. this, this is terrible. Like.
1: Or they want to make a clone of him and bring him back. Oh no! Because find out who it was. Then right, who are you? i Dave. <laughs> yeah, that one was Dave. <laughs>
0: right. Wait, yeah, but now we've got a Victorian bloke wondering when in modern Britain it's going to blow his fucking mind. I'll give him thirty seconds in a kitchen before the microwave pings his head explodes. So what, he got run over in traffic as soon as he
3: left. Or he the gets fucking... run over in traffic as, soon as, he
0: got... <laughs> as, soon, as the... soon as he left
1: the room. He got he got hit by a car. Man, yeah, So it was done.
0: <laughs> so of HMS Terra and HMS Erebus I think Sir John Franklin got off lucky in a roundabout way yes yeah, yeah. he'd have to suffer did he well he wasn't going to be pulling a bloody sledge no. he was like 59 58, 59 when he went on this It mm. was like his last hurrah really was his last hurrah mm. without so much of a hurrah he might have been oh, a hero <laughs> <laughs> he might have been a hero but he was also like a bit of a figure of fun yeah. Because like he'd he he discovered this range of mountains and like in the Arctic and named that himself and it turned out they were clouds, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and he need his own shoes to survive. Yeah. So although he was a hero, he was also considered a bit of a figure of fun. And this is kind of like no one could laugh about him anymore because he's dead now. We but, can.
3: <laughs>
0: I, don't, I you know, That's the thing, and it's like you just no, force the tragedy, captain, and you're like. Oh fuck! Imagine just being the captain, like ah, oh, we're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to go. Stay here or we gonna die. We might make the 240, 240 miles.
3: Oh.
0: Oh. Ten day walk. Ten day in, in normal yeah. conditions.
1: Yeah.
3: You're
1: pulling, you're pulling conditions. a, a lifeboat.
3: I was thinking about a month.
0: If not more than that. Yeah, maybe You're maybe. pulling a lifeboat that's filled with your remaining canned food, which is heavier, heavy. It's gotta be a few tons. You'd be lucky Plus to Plus the the wounded. You'd be lucky to get five miles a day. Mm. I think as it you'd just decrease, I mean after like a few days, you'd be down to like a mile, wouldn't you? And you've got terrain to take into account. Yeah. When you're you're not dragging it across the snow and ice anymore, you're
2: dragging it across rocks. There's gonna be some days where you just can't travel travel because of the weather. Mm. Blizzards yeah.
3: and stuff.
2: Yeah. White right out. Yeah, tragic. And you're going
0: because 'Cause you've got <laughs> lead poisoned in. Yeah. And you've got scurvy. And, and you're f- malnourished. You're fucking hungry.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh. You've been stuck in this desolate place for three years. By this point. You've
1: not seen a tree or anything not. other than white.
2: Let's not forget you are probably No
1: being
0: signs in... of life. Can you be... Hang on, there's a polar bears.
2: Yeah, they may seem polar bears. you are probably getting eaten by polar bears too. Well, if you've ever seen the series, The Terror, which is based on this, there is like a... Franklin gets killed by a, a polar bear and that, and they take a bit of license, artistic yeah. license. But yeah, some of might have been eaten by polar bears. It's a possibility.
3: Or well, at least the carcass is, because I don't think bears are that fussy. Are they? No, they don't want no, no. a frozen. That's it. Know, dinner, do they?
0: No. Meat. People pop.
3: Mum. Mm-hmm.
0: No, <laughs> oh, I love their fucking moon pandas. people sickle. <laughs> Well, I think the thing is, it's like also a massive blow to British prestige, isn't it? You know, the Royal Navy's prestige, anyway. Yeah, it's a massive anyway.
2: failure, isn't
0: it? Because the Royal Navy's used to just doing stuff and winning. Well, you can't win them all, can you? Well, no, it's uh a... And their lacklustre response to go and look for these guys. Nah, nah, they've got enough food for three years. We'll send someone out after them. Giant blowtorches.
1: That would have been the answer not invented just rig up giant blow torches <sighs> on the front of
0: the ship
2: flamethrowers yeah huge,
0: huge magnifying glasses to capture yeah. the
2: weak sun to burn the ice mm-hmm. in front of you what they should have had is a backup ship anchored off like, the coast of Greenland or something and if after two years I see what you're saying they, they can, can sail up and see what's happened and hopefully rescue them or oh, you get sent, three ships it? stuck in the ice.
0: <laughs> and more dudes going mad and killing you. Well, in that case, you, you
2: have a third support ship. <laughs> <troop.
0: laughs> Every support ship you want. Like 746. <laughs> Until they just form like a land bridge yeah. back to Greenland. I see. <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't take enough ships, did they? No. If they'd have built a bridge out of ships, yep. like, all the way there... They would have done it. They would have done it. But no. Royal Navy was too tight.
1: Ah oh dear <laughs> Hindsight, what a wonderful thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, I think that's the story of HMS Terror. Yeah. And HMS like, Erebus. And, you know, RIP. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah, a nice yeah. way to go.
3: No.
0: no. But you know, light and fluffy, warm up for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Particularly at the dog.
0: i don't imagine oh, the dog died I didn't first. Think about that. I didn't think <laughs> of that. Or the monkey. <laughs> oh. Or the cat.
3: Monkey burger.
0: Monkey burger, monkey brains. <laughs>
1: you I like to think. I'll just have to meet. I like to think do. they all survived the longest. Like they were the last things left. Yeah, mon- no. no I, In the, fact, the dog, the monkey, the, the dog, dog and the cat survived. They survived, yeah, because they all fucked off way before. The dog, <laughs> the dog was like rode the. The monkey rode the dog like a fucking horse, and the cat just was like.
0: Doing, on the monkey's shoulder probably. I'm
1: doing my own thing mm-hmm. I'll come with you though and he just <laughs> followed and it, it, it was like Homeward Bound you seen that film yeah, yeah it's, a it's bit a, like that with a mm-hmm. monkey dog and a cat just like that in fact I reckon
3: I can see the monkey ripping off
2: someone's face and eating it
0: <laughs> yeah. a, a little marmoset
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I think I, it's I, one or the other <laughs> alright I'm going with the cat was eating the monkey was eaten first the cat just fucked off and died somewhere, probably. Or just hung around in no, the shadows eating rats. The cat, eating,
1: the cat eating survived, rats. mate. The, the cat's, cat's still are, there. The cat, cat's are savvy as fuck. The cat was like, as soon as they got fucking iced in, the cat's like, I'm off, mate. He <laughs> fucked off. He had a little rat supply. He had a little bag on his back. He's not the littlest He's, hobo. He was. He was the littlest hobo cat. I'd have kept the dog around for as long as possible because at least his barking might put the polar bears off. The cat was fine. Dog was fine because he just ate his own feces
0: and kept kept himself nourished.
3: round. <laughs> 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 until,
0: until he's feral. we gonna go spare off from lack of food. And so I was eating the dead. Poor Neptune. Ah oh, well. That's the end of the show, isn't it? That yeah. Sad note. Yeah. <sighs> can't wait for Christmas. Bring it on. <laughs> I've been Ben, thanks for listening. Don't do the play
2: around, don't join the call. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. And of course, I'll with you. I've been Claire, it's it over five
3: foot. Got
2: to open the list, you're
3: going
1: to take the rears. I've been Pete. Have a nice week. Take care.